Welcome to the last episode of 2023. Uh, Jess and I are super excited and looking forward to everything we have going on in 2024. But first, we're going to kind of go back and recap uh, every kind of what we went through this year and what we people we interviewed, some of our favorites. And when we talk about the recap for the year, um, so just recap in case this might be the first time you're listening to Dr. Bobby and I. So I'm Dr. Jess, uh, owner and founder of Core Essentials Physical Therapy and Wellness in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. And I have a passion for just supporting others and living a more healthier and wellness-based lifestyle, um, one small step at a time, not this big, big leap. And uh, we've got Dr. Bobby, the other co-host. And I am owner and founder of Level Up Osteopractic. And just like Jess, love looking at how can we improve our health, um, health meaning more than just something physical, looking at all aspects, uh, nutrition, mental, spiritual, recreation, all those types of things, um, and changing things one small step at a time. Absolutely. And so over the past year, this was our second season that we're essentially finishing up, and it's been really very, very fun. So we started this year in January with goal setting. And so we were able to cover some, you know, some bigger topics as far as like exercise and nutrition. We uh, had a really fun interview with Dr. Kaylee Scott and going through some health and exercise goals. And um, it was, it's been very fun with each of these people that we interviewed to learn from them. And, you know, in this episode, we're going to be playing some clips of some of the episodes that, that we were able to kind of get done this year. And it's, you look back and you're like, wow. Like, like when you, when you just like chunk it out, like we do, it doesn't feel like all that much, but then you realize like in the course of a year, we really did get a lot done and a lot of interviews and uh, being able to get a weekly episode out, um, has been kind of incredible if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, this is, I mean, we both run clinics as well. So this Mm -hmm. is not like our, our full-time gig by any means. Yeah. I'm talking to a patient in general, like my first goal for myself as a doctor is to meet somebody where they're at so that's whether like their level of investment their effort the cost of different treatments as well Mm -hmm. Um, but a big thing about when I'm working with somebody is they have to be ready to make a change so when I'm kind of evaluating um, you know my job is to educate people motivate them empower them but like they have to be the one to really do the change and I think um, just the way that i practice and naturopathic doctors practice um we we have these different principles that we kind of work off of but doctor as teacher is one of them and so doctor is derived from the latin root docere which means to teach so doctors should be teaching their patients about their bodies and about what's going on and they eat these foods or take these supplements and like why they're doing that so i think a big part of like achieving the goals is not like oh I read about this diet on the internet and I'm just going to do this for a month and then like fall off the wagon of that because it's not like a truly like I understand the why part and I think that what I try to do with patients is to help them understand that part to like so that they know why this is helping their bodies and everything so I think that like the the knowledge and understanding of the why for a patient is really important to get like more of a commitment in that way so Mm-hmm. January yeah. was goals and then we moved into February which was exercise and talking about all the guidelines and just like um 
what was one of your favorite things, memories from February? Well, I, so we uh, did an interview with one of our former classmates with uh, Lila, Dr. Lila, and uh, she, you know, has two kiddos and then, you know, was pregnant with her third. And so really kind of her experience of like being a runner and getting back into fitness and then going through another pregnancy, it's like Mm -hmm. just that like roller coaster of trying to recover from a pregnancy and then go through another pregnancy and then recover from a pregnancy and then go through another pregnancy. I think she was very, you know, just open with like, it's hard. (laughs) It's, it's, it's really tough to, to not feel like you can just set this, set this goal and go for it, but you've got to like, you know, let your body do what it needs to do and completely pivot. So, um, that was, I think it was, I resonated with that episode a lot. So, um, so Lila, when did you first get interested in running? I've been running for, well, since high school. So I did track cross country, ran, you know, just kind of on my own 5k races through college, through, uh, PT school. I did a few afterwards, but then, um, I took like a, almost a six, seven year break Mm -hmm. from, I had my first child, you know, life just kind of happened and where we were living, it wasn't really convenient to, to go run. We didn't have family nearby. So finding babysitters and, you know, having to take the time to drive somewhere, whether it's to a park or a track or something, you know, that kind of just dampered it. Mm-hmm. After I had my second Samson, um, I had him in 2022, I mean, 2020 mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, after I had him, I decided I was going to get back into running. So I actually, you know, 2020, all these virtual races popped up and, um, I signed up for one and it was like a 26 mile. You didn't have to do it all at one time. You just, you know, added up the miles and then you get your little medal. So I did that, completed it. And then I was completely burned out. So it was another four months before I actually put my shoes on again and started running. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say you love running. So exactly. Yeah. When you're pregnant, you, you can run for a period of time and then you can't. And so mm-hmm. trying to find something else, especially like, you know, when you're going after you've recovered from pregnancy, you get back into running and then you have to stop again. You know, <laughs> it's like, man, there's, uh, there's a lot about, uh, after being pregnant and recovery that they don't tell you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, like, I just remember, so many times, even to this day, I'm like, wait a second. I always heard people talk about that, but I never understand it. Now I do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It really is. So uh tough mentally, it's tough physically. Uh, and it's beautiful all at the same time because you've got this child or you know, multiple children that you've added to your family. And so it's, you know, it's just this big box of mixed emotions, really. Mm-hmm. Uh so kind of tying in that with fitness and what that looks like and how fitness can look like a lot of different things, depending on where you are in life. It doesn't have to look just like one thing. And that's key, like really key. Um, so moving into March, we got more into nutrition. And so we had each episode was in that realm of nutrition. So Mm -hmm. Dr. Bobby, was there one in March that was kind of more of your favorite? You know, I, I love Western Madden. I really appreciate it because I do think there are times where it is really important. 
Um, but at the same time, I love talking to Dr. Kristen Holland and learning from a functional med side um, and a holistic side of how could we use food and nutrition to kind of improve our overall health and well-being. And I, I just I think that stuck out to me a lot. Um, is really leaning on that a little bit more for preventative measures. So Dr. Helen, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Well, good morning, everyone. And thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. I am a functional medicine physician and I'm based out of Chicago. It's definitely winter here. So we don't have as much of a struggle as you do. Um, and I also will explain what functional medicine means a little bit in case people aren't used to that term yet. But I'm a functional medicine physician, and I practice with a integrative group based out of Chicago and the suburbs. And so um, in the integrative group, you know, I'm working with a lot of different healthcare providers on a huge spectrum, ranging from conservative prescribers all the way up through alternative medicine, you know, energy work, traditional Chinese medicine. And I see myself as somewhat in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. So then April, um, we kind of went into stress awareness and talking about different um, methods. Um, I love talking in episode 16 to Jackie and we're talking about kids and how do we help them. But how about you, Dr. Jess? What are some memorable moments from that month for you? I think talking with Brittany, she was one of my um, former uh uh, she worked at the clinic with me and then she went to PT school and then is now out and practicing. Like, and how has your stress changed from when you were like a student to entering into working in the professional field? Like what was the difference there? I think when you're a student, it feels bigger. Um, this type of stress that you're under, it's very data-driven, like you're always trying to not bunk out of school or always trying to pursue this next goal. Or if you're going for residency, get into this program. It's just, it's very objective driven. So it feels bigger because it feels like there's a lot to lose. But then when you transition out of it and you become a clinician or even just entering the professional world, you have other people whose livelihoods are responsible, you're responsible for. So then there's this stress of, you know, I need to make sure these people are better while maintaining my own healthy lifestyle, while maintaining my own personal relationships, making sure, you know, I'm dealing with finances and tax season and buying a car when all my engine lights are on and, you know, all the things that are actually bigger. So you're dealing with bigger things, but somehow it feels smaller than it did when you were a student. So, and then, you know, getting into May, uh, this was more on the mental health awareness side. And so, Dr. Bobby, was there like anyone that kind of stood out in May that was, you know, fun where you learned a good bit? Yeah, I liked um, episode 20 with Jada. Um, and they we talked about substance abuse and how substance abuse isn't just drugs and alcohol. Substance abuse can be exercise. It can be shopping. It can be gambling. It can be a lot of different things. So um, I just thought she had a lot of great tidbits on how to not only look within yourself and like recheck yourself on what you're doing, but also then how do you help others and help those that you love? Uh, so Jada, tell us a little bit about you before we get started. So just so everybody kind of knows your um, really cool backgrounds. 
lots of training. Yeah, so I'm a licensed mental health counselor and I own two practices. My Just Kids Women Counseling practice is something that's just my single practice I do. And then my group practice is Keep Evolving Beyond Therapy. Um, so with that, we work with anyone from individual counseling to couples to DBT skills groups is something we offer. And then we also have an IOP and intensive outpatient program now for substance abuse, which is something I'm going to be talking about today. Um, so we work with all populations, trauma, personality disorders, addiction, any of those struggles, we kind of try to cover and, um, cover all the bases really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and moving to June, um, June, we did sleep. I love sleep. Uh, and I love the information you gave when we talked about ergonomics and then just the sleep routine and bed hygiene and like, how can we and make our area better for sleep? But how about you? Yeah, I think I we did another one where we talked about uh, sleep with children, right? And I think that was where we interviewed uh, Dr. Leffler and- yes that one was, was helpful of like, cause we think of, you know, like sleep training with kids and there's like, you know, the cried out method and all these, you know, different methods, but like really taking a step back and understanding what's the importance of sleep, especially with kiddos that are developing like mm-hmm. neurodevelopment and everything that needs to happen. And uh, it's, it's not just something that's important for adults to be able to recover. It's important for kids when they're developing as well. So really taking a step back and looking at sleep from a big picture perspective, it's, I mean, it is a huge topic really. And so being able to break it down into some subtopics doesn't do it nearly the justice that it deserves. I mean, we could probably have a whole podcast just on sleep and, um, but I do love that we spend a whole month just talking about it. Gotcha. Um, so yes, I'm Dr. Lauren Heyer. I am uh, Jess and I, Dr. Jess and I go way back to our college years um, where we worked on our senior research project together. So we've known each other a good many years, um, but currently I am a pediatric orthopedic surgeon uh, with Shriners Children's in Greenville, South Carolina, um, and do mostly lower extremity work. Yeah. So that is my background. I'm also the mom to two uh, vibrant um, boys that are three and five years old. So, um, my day job gets over only for my, uh, nighttime mom job to begin. So life is full. Yeah. 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 And then we move into, uh, July, which is our kind of products, toxin-free living, uh, where we really discuss a bit about, ways that we can and the why behind implementing toxin-free products into our into our lives um so is there one in that in that month that stood out to you i think we had yes i think we have to talk about sue bread uh becker and how (laughs) looking at making milling your own grain and flour and just like the the effects that the good benefits that she found through doing that yeah i mean i like I resonated with that one so much that I actually like bought a, a mill for my KitchenAid mixer so I can mill my own grain and and bought a bread maker. It's mm-hmm. like the, I had no idea the health benefits of freshly milled grain until we, until we interviewed her and it kind of blew my mind and it's really not hard, honestly. So it's, I mean, I don't make a fancy bread by any means. Like I just put the stuff in and out comes the flour and I just put the ingredients into the bread maker and press go. Um, 
it's really not more complicated than that. All um, right. Well, um, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, a mother, and a grandmother. Um, I live in mm -hmm. Cherokee County, Georgia. And um, um, a little bit about my background. I graduated from the University of Georgia. Go dogs. Sorry, got to put that in there. Um, I graduated with a degree in food science. I went as a pre-med student because I loved physiology and biochemistry, but I realized I didn't want that much of a grueling profession or I, and I didn't want to be in school that long, even though I love studying, but um, I graduated with a degree in food science, but had a strong background, of course, in physiology and biochemistry. I loved studying the human body. Um, after graduating, uh, well, I met my husband at the University of Georgia, but after graduating, I did work at Kraft Foods for almost five years as a microbiologist there. But even after graduating, I often laugh and say I was a better student. I, I am a better student since I'm not in school than when I was in school. I just loved studying and I continued to study and read the works of a popular biochemist of the 70s and 80s, Adele Davis. And I, I didn't sell back my biochemistry and physiology books. And I just kept reading and studying and I believed in eating real food. Yes, yes. August, because August is leadership. Yeah. Such an important topic. Mm -hmm. How yeah. about leadership for you? Anyone in there? So I enjoyed uh, speaking with Jenny. Uh, she works at a, a, a local bank here. She's the, the vice president and really just kind of what her, how she's grown in her leadership over the years and just kind of what she's done to improve her leadership and then how she's recognized that with her team's performance and what works, what doesn't work how she's had to take a step back sometimes and check herself. Uh, and other times it's, you know, it's a matter of like, no, we do need to make a change. You know, this might not be the best fit, you know, as far as the employee goes. So my name um, is Jenny. Um, I tease saying I'm Jenny from the bank, um, but uh, that way people remember it. But um, no, I am a mom of two, full-time mom of two little girls, um, eight and five. And I am a full-time wife, and I'll just say second time around, and it's great. Um, and then I am also a full-time um, banker, as uh, I say. I've been doing banking for 16 years, um, and that's my full-time job, uh, vice president, branch manager, and business banker. So really everything that bank asks um, and people I get to help, that's what I do, short version. Uh, a little bit about and, uh, so then we get into pain awareness in September which you know as physical therapists that's kind of you know what we what we do uh so is there anything in that in that month that stood out Dr. Bobby so I too I love the when we talk about dry needling and just the benefits of it but along with Scott May and his story on how um you know everyone kind of just told him to live with the pain and how he was able to find a way to move beyond that mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Scott has now turned into uh, my running partner. So he was able to get back into running and it's, it's been really great to be able to have uh, somebody that, you know, is able to train with, make goals together, things like that. So, you know, right now we're training for the, the half marathon that's coming up in maybe about five or six weeks. And then mm -hmm. um, there's a 10 K after that, that, that will run. Uh, so it's, it's been very fun to uh, yeah. kind of see that, that journey. So, hot so. Right now. Um, so Scott, um, 
you know, obviously the month of pain, you were somebody that I thought of that would be great to talk to because of the experience experiences that you've had. And so before we kind of get into those experiences first, just tell us a little bit about you. Like, who are you? Well, obviously I'm Scott, um, husband, father, um, adventure sports junkie. You know, as my son was growing up, you know, we did a lot of mountain biking, rock climbing, whitewater kayaking. Uh, I got into bicycle racing and mountain bike racing. Uh, and as soon as I moved to Florida, I had, you know, one goal, which was to learn to surf and spent the last four years uh, diving into that world. And I'm now at the point that uh, if I could only do one sport, that would be the one for me. Yeah, mm -hmm. everything's got to support that. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. And then October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So th that we had some, we had some hefty interviews in that one for sure. Yeah. So which one stood out to you, Dr. Bobby? I like Jerry Millard and just how she um, kind of overcame and dragon boating and all that, like just really fun how to turn something negative into a positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her story is just, it's so, it's so stinking cool to be able to like go through breast cancer and a difficult, difficult um, recovery, big time. And then, you know, to have that completely change essentially what she does professionally, you know, opening up a small business to support other women that have, uh, are going through breast cancer. And then also on the side, doing an entire Dragon Boat team for the breast cancer division of the Dragon Boat world and really using her experience to do um, good, you know, for her community, which is which is really great. Um, and then we also interviewed Dr. Buckley, uh, who does functional medicine. She herself had breast cancer. And then that essentially kind of really is one of the guiding factors of, of getting her from Western med into functional med. And, um, you know, just her sharing that story, I think was, was really great. I love um, so. so Dr. Buckley, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. So I am a classically trained pediatrician um, and discovered functional medicine about 20 years ago and um, started pursuing that um, mostly because my daughter developed autism and, and that was what drove me to, um, to learn first about functional medicine. And then um, a few years later, I developed breast cancer and applied all of that uh, knowledge in functional medicine to my own breast cancer journey. Um, but it was, it was, it's been a lot of fun. Functional medicine is a very, very different approach to the traditional medicine that I was trained in. And I had to um, unlearn a lot of things and learn a whole lot of new things. Um, and it has been one of the most joyful journeys I've ever been on. And I love the way I get to practice medicine now. Um, I find that it is just a lot more fun. Um, and it's very, very rewarding because you change people's lives on a permanent basis if you if you're lucky um yeah so i love that and then um what was what was november bobby november we talked about just relationships holidays you know it was just you and me so kind of yeah. november december was us wrapping things up mm -hmm. november was relationships and how um you know through the holidays and guests and visitors and all of that fun stuff Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just like being able to, you know, have uh, an appreciation for 
relationships that sometimes are imperfect and and that's okay mm-hmm. yes <laughs> and yes. you know again you know especially when we are preparing for holidays and being around individuals that we might not be around uh, a lot during the year you know just kind of how to enter that space with intention and uh and hopefully may maybe have a better overall interaction yeah and you know it, it just changes things you know mm-hmm. when you when you add intention um to you entering the space yeah and then, December. and then December was all goal setting. And yeah. we just kind of went through that and how to make goals, how to take those big life goals and break them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just really important information because a lot of times we have these big dreams, but we don't know how to make it happen. I know that's a big thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we just break it down step by step each episode. We start with like having that big, how do we even, what do I even want? to breaking it down from long-term goals into short-term goals into very sustainable steps. And, you know, from there, it hopefully helps make it a little bit easier. And we are very much looking to 2024 uh, to enter into our third season. We're going to be starting with goal setting, but with specific categories. So like fitness and nutrition and, you know, some of these really specific categories of how do I actually think about this category with goal setting? So, and um, in the episode... Uh, description. We'll have links to our reflections journal and some of our goal setting worksheets that we've put together just to make it a little bit easier so that you feel supported in this journey that hopefully you're tagging alongside with us. (laughs) So, Well, we look forward to seeing you in 2024. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you would like to learn more about how Two Gals can support you, then join our Two Gals Insiders membership, which can be found at www.2-gals.com. Also, don't forget, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram. Okay, everybody. Bye. Enjoy your week.